due to potentially some of the content stuff. It was kind of closed down. As it's been going along, we've been trying to expand the audience and get more people involved. So this year is actually one of the years where we're trying to open up a lot more and have the university involvement and stuff like that. So hopefully we get good feedback on it going forward. And if it goes well, then hopefully they continue to grow it in the future. Yeah, so you'll actually have you know people from universities, the community attending this year's event, which I believe is in May. Yeah, it's uh, May 16 from 1 to 4 p.m. at the Dayton Convention Center. And immediately following that, in kind of that like lobby area of the convention center, we'll have a tech expo. So we'll have the six speakers that give the TED Talks, and then afterwards we'll have an expo where you can walk around and get to hopefully, you know, kind of have some hands-on experience with some of these different demos and technologies and that sort of thing. Yeah, that's really a great opportunity to see some of the real-world technologies created by our scientists and engineers. Do you guys have it narrowed down then who's going to be speaking or the general topics that are going to come up this year? We do. Yeah, we do. Um, I'm really excited about the the people we've selected. We have someone who will be talking about the C-STARS Trauma Center um, in Cincinnati. We have a talk that's focused on hypersonics. Uh, we have one on a drone defense, one about hurricane response using a coordinated app for your phone. So I'm, I'm very excited about the, the talks we have. Great That's awesome. Yeah, I was going to say then, speaking of the talk, so I don't know how much you can speak on it. Can you kind of tell the audience like the process you guys go through to uh, select these speakers or kind of what these speakers have to go through to get ready for uh, these talks? We start out with an application. They send in a paper application that basically summarizes their topic, the impact that they hope it will have on the audience, and then uh, like the visual or graphic that they'll have, uh, like a slide or a picture or video or something like that. From there, then we go through an interview process and basically have the speakers come in and give us, you know, a little short five minute, either like a summary of what they their talk will be or just kind of, you know, tell us some more about it that maybe didn't come across in the paper application. From that, you know, then it was down selected into six speakers plus people who had more like hands-on type technology that we thought would be a lot better, like close up where people could interact with it for our tech expo. From there, then they'll go into a uh, coaching process. So they'll work with TEDx Dayton coaches to kind of refine the way that they deliver it, make it sound more kind of like that TED Talk feel, help them develop their graphics and that sort of thing. So between the selection and the event, it's several months and they'll be working with these coaches and have been working with them throughout this time to try and really like get their, get their message solidified and kind of get that solid point across. It's really great development opportunity for them to build their public speaking skills. And Absolutely. Presentation. Yeah, definitely. So it's good for both sides, really. Excerpt. Aim high. The heart of success. AFRL Inspire 2017. So let me tell you a story about a young man who faced challenges. I was born in a democratic republic of the Congo, formerly known as Zaire, a French-speaking country torn by decades of civil and political unrest, poverty, corruption. Over a couple of years, I see our living condition drastically went down from three meal a day to one meal a day. Then in 1996, we had a break. A friend of mine applied for, on my behalf, applied for the US diversity lottery visa. This is an immigration program where allow citizens from uh, other nations to come to the United States 
with a legal status, legal residence. I was selected. In November 1996, I left Congo. Return to program. Were you inspired just listening to, you got to listen to all the, the pitches or talks. Did it change kind of how you felt about working in air, the Air Force Research Laboratory at all to hear all these great stories? Oh yeah, I loved um, getting to do the interviews and hearing these people who came from all different directorates, had all different backgrounds, and were even talking about different things. We had some that had you know more technical talks where they were talking about research they'd done. We had some that were talking about things like you know, great connections and networking they've made and uh, leadership skills and that sort of thing. But hearing all these people come in with that amount of passion for their topic and seeing the excitement and how they want to be able to share that message with people, it was, it was a fantastic experience getting to be a part of all that. We're hoping to capture some of the, the stories that aren't going to be part of AFRL Inspired 2019, um, have those folks on the podcast uh, to share their story. So kind of touching on what you mentioned earlier, though, um, how you guys are opening up Inspire here to more people this year. What, have you guys discussed, even going forward to 2020, how Inspire is going to evolve, bringing in more and more communities, or any idea where that's going? Every other year, the event rotates around. So on the kind of odd years they're in Dayton, the other years it rotates through the other GSUs. So they haven't picked the location for next year, but it will not be in Dayton again. So it will really kind of be up to the next set of co-chairs on the committee to, to see what, whether they want to continue expanding the event or if they want to go back to something that's more focused on the workforce where, where the main intention is. And certainly, the, the videos are always posted online afterwards, so folks from the community can always watch them then. Personally, I would like to continue seeing this event expand. I think it's, I think it's great to keep bringing more people in and kind of really uniting folks and making those connections so people can see where they can work with someone or something like that. Yeah, so because I know the, the last round of AFRL Inspire was at our Kirtland Air Force Base location in, in New Mexico because AFRL has several uh, locations throughout the, the country and even some global locations for our Office of Scientific Research. Hey, so make sure you get your travel plan set, guys, going forward. <laughs> my, uh, my vote's to have it in Maui next time, so <laughs> personally. <laughs> So uh, I know you mentioned earlier with the Tech Expo afterwards, so this is just AFRL Technologies, or were you saying this could branch out to universities as well if you kind of kept going along this path, like so people could really show off what they're working on? So currently, um, it's just going to be AFRL Technologies. Like I said, we'll have some people who applied to the Inspire process that we really, they had, you know, demos and things that we thought would be much cooler to have, you know, like a hands-on experience with, to see, okay, for instance, if the project was about decreasing the weight of something, it'd be cool if the audience can go up and actually like pick up the original thing versus the new thing and really make that connection of like, wow, that's a big impact. So we had some topics that were like that that we wanted to be able to have the audience be able to interact with. So there will be a set of you know inspire talks that are and speakers that are out at this expo. We also are going to have the ten displays from DoD Lab Day there, which are also AFRL technology. Again, from representing all different kinds of technology in different fields. In the future, I mean, I see it potentially being something that, yeah, it can get, you know, universities involved in. They can kind of have like research posters out there. I can see, you know, small businesses having kind of like their little, like a little booth to pitch their product and stuff like that. I think the, honestly, the boundaries of it are kind of limitless for where it goes in the future. That's nice. Gives you a lot of options. So looking forward to hopefully seeing that in Maui. We'll see if we get lucky. <laughs>
Well, Kaylee, we would really like to thank you for your time. I don't know if you could just pick one favorite talk in the past or if you'd want me and Ken to do that. That is honestly, it's so hard to pick a favorite. They're all, they're all very inspiring in their own way. Um, I think that's kind of what makes it cool is each person that can go in kind of connects to their own thing. And so my recommendation really be to, you know, you should watch like all of them, but. <laughs> okay. So if, if our viewers do go and type in AF Research Lab or Air Force Research Laboratory into the search bar on YouTube, they're gonna find our channel where they can subscribe and then see all the recordings from past AFRL Inspire talks. Thanks, Kaylee. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Follow us on our social media handles on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Instagram at AF Research Lab. We'll give you more information on the Inspire event happening in May. And remember, be curious. Logging off.